And you're very welcome back to the show where it is time for our parental advice slot and joining us as ever is the clinical child psychologist Dr Toby Sashenmeyer. Toby, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Alan. Uh, thanks very much for being with us. Uh, this week we're going to talk about stress, uh, stress for children, helping them cope with stress. Uh, so where do you want to begin with this? Uh, we, we sometimes think of stress as something that adults go through with jobs and all sorts of uh, life events, but children can go through it too. Absolutely. Even infants can show stress reactions when there are things in their environment that are making life hard for them. So it's something that affects people all the time. But one of the things that is interesting about stress and stress reactions and the way people deal with it is it looks very similar sometimes to anxiety disorders. And I think it can be difficult for people to understand when a child is struggling, whether their child has anxiety in sort of the mental health sort use of the word, or whether that child is struggling with things in their environment. And the way that you deal with that um, can have an impact on the child um, later on. So for example, <laughs> um, those two words, um, well, anxiety in general, one of the issues with it is is the language that is used both to mean a mental health disorder, but also to mean a temporary um, emotional state. Um, I can be anxious because my NCT is coming up. Um, I can be anxious because my dog is... Um, getting older, you know, those sorts of things. But anxiety is, is something else and it's thought to be housed within the child, um, whereas stress is thought to be in the environment. But the, the, the problem is that they have very similar signs. So if you have a child who is worrying all the time or is having a lot of negative thoughts, or if they're having, they're irritable or they're having a hard time sleeping or they're being really clingy, how do you know whether that's stress or whether that is an anxiety disorder that you need to be seeking, seeking help for? Now, the main difference between anxiety as a, as a disorder and stress is how long it lasts, which we call longevity, and how severe it is. But here's the interesting thing, Alan. Those things can be affected by how the people around them respond to it. So if a child is stressed out over things in the environment, we can respond in a way that makes that that last less time or be less severe, or we can react in a way that makes it last longer and become more severe. So that makes it much harder to figure out, is this stress or is this um, an anxiety problem that, that I should be seeking help for? Does that make sense? It does, and that's a very important important uh, point uh, uh, to, to ask you about, which is how can a parent or an adult spot when a child is dealing with anxiety or stress and how can they best respond to that uh, to ensure that certainly it doesn't prolong the, <laughs> the anxiety or stress yeah. or, or exacerbate it? Yeah. Well, the first thing is when you notice your child struggling, um, it can be really helpful to try to figure out if there are things going on. Are there things going on in the environment that are causing difficulties for this child? And they could be <laughs> happening at school. They could be happening in the home. Examples could be they, they might have a teacher who is particularly shouty this year, who is yelling all the time, might not even be yelling at them, but is yelling all the time. And that can cause stress in a child. Um, they might have 
uh, friends who are being mean to them for a period of time. Um, it could be that the schoolwork is really hard. It could be that something environmental. It could be that they're in a, in a situation either at home or in school where there's a lot of conflict going on that certainly causes a lot of stress in people's lives. Um, it could be the physical environment. It could be it's loud, it's cold, it's noisy, all of those things. So the first thing to notice when your child is struggling is ask yourself, is it possible that there's something outside of the child in the environment or in the situation that could be stressing the child? If you find something, um, the things that would make it worse would either be overreacting um, or underreacting. So if your child is um, is irritable or is clingy or is worrying all the time, if you come down on them, if you give out to them and you tell them, just step up, come on, you, have, you just get over it. Or if you try to, if you punish them for it, or if you isolate them for it, or even worse, if you, if you um, mock them for it, that's horrible. You know, that's going to definitely make it worse. And and you might even think that you're doing it, doing something good by pointing out to the child that he just has to step up. But but that will never um, help the child. But the other thing that that can go wrong is you can underreact and you can just not. Um, you can tell the child, oh, that's okay. You don't have to go out today or you don't have to go to school today or you don't have to, I'll, I'll get you changed to a different teacher. You can take away all the responsibility from it, for it from the child. So you don't want to do that. You want to find that line in the middle. And your role, and this is important, is to support your child and absorb their distress to be sort of this calm island who can, who can hear them talking about how difficult things are and absorb their distress and 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 support them as they learn to cope with the problems that are affecting them um, and that can be hard for parents did you ever hear the story I, I don't even know if this is true i hope it's true that when a when a butterfly is struggling to get out of the cocoon if you that 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 struggle is what activates the butterfly's system to breathe and everything and if you cut the cocoon to let the butterfly out it won't survive but if you let the butterfly fight its way out of the cocoon, it will develop those strong um, breathing systems. I don't actually know how butterflies breathe, um, <laughs> but um, it, it will <laughs> allow them to, to, to survive and thrive going on. So it can be hard to watch our kids struggle, but as long as we're there to comfort them and be with them and listen to them, that's a really important role for, for parents. That's a really important point you make there, Toby, because when we hear the word stress, I think straight away everyone just has negative connotations with it, but, and including in children, you know, on the surface you would think, yeah. well, if an adult can find stress hard to deal with or anxiety, a child who isn't fully developed uh, or nowhere near to being fully developed yet is going to feel that even more. But even in a child, can there be instances when stress can actually be helpful? It can help them rise to a challenge or help them focus their effort, maybe if they're feeling stress in school or or meet deadlines and those kind of things. Exactly, exactly. Stress, um, the right amount of stress for the right amount of time is good for all of us. Um, but when it gets to be too much or go on for too long, it can be damaging to us. So it definitely has um, strong points in terms of helping us focus, helping us learn how to solve problems. If if um, if every time a problem arose, somebody took that away from you and you didn't have to deal with it, you would never really learn to solve the problems that affect you. So you need to have problems. Now, I don't want to tell anybody to go out there creating them. 
because there's going to be plenty of problems that arise for kids naturally. There will always be a teacher who is unfair or a friend who says something mean to them. You don't have to create stressful situations. But when they do arise, if you can can do two things. One is you can help your child learn um, coping strategies, and that's a short-term solution. The long-term solution is to prevent that stress from overwhelming them. And that can be things like teaching them how to solve the problems that affect them. So so, so teaching coping skills and, and teaching them problem-solving skills. And the most important thing is to have genuine empathy for them listening for the purpose of understanding listen 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 and 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 don't jump in trying to solve the problems just be there and listen to them and make sure you're understanding where they're coming from okay brilliant advice as always toby uh, thank you so much for that and indeed the little factoid about butterflies which uh, i certainly wasn't aware of beforehand really appreciate it